My name is Mike Garlier. And I'm Steve Jones. When Steps, The Backstreet Boys and Westlife dominated the pop charts, we decided to write a script. Based on our experiences as holiday entertainers. It sat in an attic for the last 16 years. How terrible is the writing? How awful will the acting be? Only you can help us decide. This is Bad Scripts. Hello and welcome to Bad Scripts. I'm your host, Steve Jones, and joining me, hosting as always, is the wonderful Mr. Mike Garlier. Hi, Mike. Hi, Steve. How's your week been? Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. A very, very thankful. It's very warm. We're talking to you <laughs> through the airwaves from June 2021, and it's hot. It's really hot. So, yes, we are, we are keeping cool as, as best we can. What about you? How's your week been? Well, just rub it in. Just just rub it in, Steve, because as you know, um, the Scotland summer lasts about two days between uh, June the 10th and June the 12th. And as you know, we are now past that. So we are overcast and rainy. We have a little bit of a Oh, it sounds like a weather reading now, doesn't it? It's still quite, <laughs> it's still reasonably warm, but not, not you know, to the extent that you guys are getting it down in the, uh, in the southern regions, I should say. So, yeah, just, um, just don't rub it in too much in terms of you guys getting the good weather. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't like it when it gets too hot in the southern regions. Um, try and avoid that wherever possible. Um, <laughs> so, Mike, just, we, especially we are back. if you know, if there's a large amount of rubbing. <laughs> Absolutely, no chafing here. Um, we are back after a uh, an amazing guest special, our first ever video episode, uh, kindly supported by um, Brian from Be More Super, the podcast, who um, lent us his amazing technology to be able to uh, communicate with everybody out there. And again, just a big shout out again to Brian, uh, to Dan from bleedingmarvelous.com, um, and to Dan Fudge from uh, the Wednesday Week podcast as well for joining us. Absolutely uh, incredible guests to have on. Um, what, what are your thoughts about how, how that episode went in our first ever video foray? Well, I'm actually quite worried about this one because how do we top such an amazing show with such wonderful guests? Um, that was a, an absolute high for me. And the fact that you and I got to to sit back and, and let them share some stories and anecdotes um, was absolutely fantastic. Even to give them a platform, um, which doesn't come along very often, where they can talk about some of their past experiences. How do we top that in, in a show like this? This always gonna this is always gonna feel like a bit of a um, a bit of a downward spiral, isn't it? So <laughs> we're gonna lift this one up after the Lord Mayor's show. I think the term is, isn't it? But I I think um, the biggest thing I took from it was the fact that and and you know we always talk about this in in the show and probably people are sick of hearing it now, but you know we don't remember the writing process that well for the show and it was really apparent from the some of the stories and the anecdotes that the guys shared with us that you know, we haven't spoken to them in decades and it's only the show that's brought us all back into uh contact 
just how many of those anecdotes kind of rang true from the script and how much um, of our, our writing was kind of validated as being realistic because it genuinely kind of happened. So I found that to be really interesting, uplifting and, and in places downright hilarious. Oh, I think what we wrote was a much tamer version of the reality based on what was shared with us. The one thing I cannot get over, though, and I don't know if you're in this space, I cannot get past the fact that we wrote a character, um, Margaret, in the wheelchair, who was based on a, on a real guest who Fudge ran into, or at least was the recipient of her running into him, completely unrelatable when he worked in a restaurant and I, I, that has absolutely blown my mind that that he uh he he had that that experience you know he encountered that and uh, and then related those that that experience to to the script itself and remembered that particular character i know and with, with the 12 year gap it's just incredible really to to think somebody can that have that kind of an impression on you and you see them you know that this is essentially a customer of yours and 12 years later, that's the impact that that role can have on people is that they remember you. They remember you for the rest of their lives. There are entertainers from when I was a kid that I still remember the names of. I still have photos in, in albums from back in the day when we were children and you actually had photos in albums, um, physical albums. And, and I still have those pictures and they were what inspired me to, to do that job in the first place. And and so to think that there's people out there who still remember us from that time, similar to the way Margaret remembered Fudge, it just blows my mind. Oh, I, I would absolutely like to put the call out right now that if lady who we base Margaret on, if you are out there and you are listening, make yourselves known because we would love to have you on the show and have a little bit of a chat with you about uh, your perception and your experiences uh, and, of course, who your favourite camp coat was. Uh, back in the day and um, but it's also interesting about another couple of things that especially that Danielle brought up was the the autograph books and, and stuff and how many autographs have you signed because I've signed a lot and I wonder <laughs> like oh the, the, these children are now adults and I wonder if they've still got these autograph books with these these unknown people scribbling their names in them and feeling like a celebrity for for that that length of time it's a re really weird one, isn't it? Because you would literally have queues of children and sometimes adults with autograph books coming to get them. So it, you felt like a celebrity in that environment because you were you were there on stage appearing. And to them, you were. You were a celebrity. So, you know, and I, I can recall, and you probably had the same experience, you went into the local town on your day off and there'd be people shouting across the street to you because they'd come into the town for, a you know, a day trip. And they were like shouting to you, hey, it's you. Hi. You know, and, and I had that. In fact, I moved uh, to Nottingham um, and I actually had somebody come up to me in the street and, and address me by my coat name. And, and that was a really strange experience because you're not expecting it. You're off guard. Um, so it has had a lasting impression. I, I got um, fan mail. Years. I don't know about yourself, but I got fan mail and I worked out the other day that some of those people now that wrote that fan mail are in their 30s and are probably quite embarrassed by the fact they wrote it in the first place. But that that now the concept and the thought of somebody writing you fan mail now just seems almost ludicrous, doesn't it, as, as, as adults in the position we are. But but to them, 
you know, they, they idolized us and saw us as, you know, these, these, like I said before, like celebrities. Oh, I got some fantastic uh, letters, some really creative ones as well back in the day where it was like cut, cut out letters from other magazines that were just kind of printed in there that said uh, really nice things like I, um, I will kill you or you watch your back. It was like, like the admiration there was absolutely fantastic um, from from <laughs> those guys, your face. I, I'm not quite sure I'm where you're, you're going with that. <laughs> <laughs> the the yeah, give us give us give us ten thousand pounds, or we release the photos. Was probably a better place to go with that one. But no, I get I get where you were coming from on that one. <laughs> uh, you know what else? It also made me think about was so, there were a, there were a lot of stories that um, that the guys relayed to us, and you know uh, those three that were in attendance aren't the only people who have worked in that environment. Yes, there were three people we knew, but there's a lot more people out there who probably listen to the show out of nostalgia because they've done that role or a similar role or worked in that environment. And um, I know m- myself and and, and uh, you had a little chat the other day and we thought, you know what? Wouldn't it be good if we could speak to some more of those people? So, do, put, Mike, do you want to put that call out right now and ask I think that's uh, that's a really good idea. So, and you're right, Steve. So, thank you for that that wonderful reminder. We would really love to hear more stories and more anecdotes and more more experiences. And I think our audience would like that too, based on the caliber of our of our first three guests. So, if you if you're a listener to the show, whether you know us or whether you don't, and you've had some kind of experience in that particular industry. And we're going to keep it contained to the British holiday industry just for now. Um, please. Give us a shout out, get in touch with us through Instagram, through Twitter, through email, and uh, and we would love to have you on the show. If you've got something to say or you want to share your story, please do. And we could be we, we could start procuring these stories from across the years. Um, there are hundreds of people, thousands of people out there with something to say, and everyone has a unique, funny story or a situation. And if that's you, get in touch and we'd love to have you on the show as a guest and uh, and talk to you about that particular time of your life and uh, and you can you can get that and inspire other people so that's the call out that's the shout out uh, we've got a couple of people already lined up who would like to appear on the next show so we'll get those organized um and uh, and more information will will follow on that one because we've reached a bit of a point now in the podcast where there's not really much more to cover in Last Resort Season 1. I don't know if you feel the same, Steve. Yeah, 100%. We've, we've talked, we've read through the script, we've talked about it. Um, there's the opportunity for us to do um, an unedited version of it where we, we get people in to do the the voices of all the different characters and things. And if that's something you'd like to hear, again, drop us a message because we'd love to hear that and that's something we can do um, as a uh, a sideline to, to things. But it'd be nice to move things on um, and maybe consider something we could do with the characters to understand them a little bit more in depth. So I don't know what your thoughts are on that, Mike. Is there something that we could um, do now that will we'll give uh, give our, our listeners a, a little bit more of an insight into the, the background of our characters? 
Well, I think you call this a mid-season pivot or, or an end-of-season pivot. And what we are going to be doing going forward, uh, starting from next week actually, is covering off our our main character's favourite movies. And we're going to talk about what the movie is. We're going to watch the movie. We're going to do a little bit of a mini-review of the movie. And the review will come from, as always, two perspectives. It will come from our perspectives and it will come from the perspective of the character itself whose favourite movie it is. So if you've got a bit of an idea of who you think the favourite characters are, uh, sorry, the favourite movies of the characters are, let us know and uh, we'll take that into consideration. We've already got one that we're going to start with and it would be lovely as, a, as an audience, as a listener, is if you too watch the movie prior and we'll tell you all about it first uh, and each episode will lead into it and then we'll watch the movie and we'll come back and talk about it and, uh, and we could get some really interesting selections in there. Absolutely. So our first character that we're going to be doing it about is is a one of the lesser known characters in in the script. Uh, a guy who goes by the name of Dan Dan the Man. Um, so and Mike, if you could just give all of our uh, listeners now uh, a quick sneak peek, the name of the movie that we're going to be covering next week, so they have the chance to watch it between now and then. Well, Dan's Dan Dan's a bit of a a bit of a lad, and as all kind of lads were growing up in the 80s and 90s he was a big action aficionado um the schwarzeniggers the stallones he would mop all that stuff up as we all did back in the day but i would say that dan's favorite character actor would be the muscles from brussels and that is jean-claude van damme and his favorite film from jean-claude van damme any guesses steve um, I toyed with Time Cop and possibly Street Fighter, but you could have one Van Damme, or you could have two what? Van Dams. So let every let's put everybody out of their misery. What is that movie? That movie is none other twin brothers who get reconnected after being separated at birth by the name of Double Impact. So make sure you check out. Jean-Claude Van Damme and Jean-Claude Van Damme in Double Impact before next week's episode where we're going to talk about it. We're going to get Dan's opinion on the movie and uh, we just hope uh, that you enjoy it and um, have as much fun watching and reviewing it as we do. So, um, Mike, um, we could call to end this uh, this sort of mini episode that we've done uh, today. Is there anything else you wanted to talk to our uh, listeners about before we uh, before we head out? No, just to say thank you for continuing on with us, and we are we're going to be bringing some new and exciting episodes, um, really around the movies as we begin to write season two of Last Resort, and we're also in discussions around doing something a little bit different at the same time as well. So this is just a little mini placeholder, just to kind of you as the audience let you know what our plans are and where we're going with this one, because we need a little bit of time to uh, put our creative juices to work and start um, start creating the next season of last resort so mike you put it perfectly there thank you everybody for tuning in again and we will be back next week with jean-claude van damme dan and double impact until then take care of each other and we'll see you next time on bad scripts bye-bye Bad Scripts was written and performed by Mike Garlier and Steve Jones, a Beach Tide production.